0: What what gets you up in the morning? What gets you up and gets you fired up and says and at the end of the day says, this is why I'm doing this.
1: Well definitely to take care of my family. I wanna I wanna know that they see an example of what it looks like to work hard and, and just to take chances, you know, because any of us that are brokers, man, we took a chance or even even as agents, you know, joining the business, we took a risk yeah. to do this. I want to see hard work and, and doing these things pays off. Yeah.
0: All right, welcome to Let's Talk Real. We're here with Russell McGuire, broker owner at Exit Lubbock, in, out of Lubbock, Texas. Um, and actually award winner, multiple award winners, and I've, I've known him for a while, but I'll let him give his uh, introduction. Tell tell us a little bit about yourself, what your, what your brokerage looks like, how long you've been in business.
1: Sure. All right, thanks, Melvin. Well, I appreciate you inviting me on. It's always fun to see you at the conventions and connect. So I'm from Lubbock, Texas, like you mentioned, we're a city of about 300,000 or so I bought my exit franchise in 2007, so Right at 15 years and we've grown it to I think we're about a hundred thirty seven hundred thirty eight agents Right now. It's a little bit of a
0: moving number We're all more Yeah people yeah. people people are you know people are growing Some people are shrinking. You know you know you um, it, it just it just kind of goes so so
1: Two thousand seven, so fifteen years, and and were you and in, in been in exit for the fifteen years? Yeah. right yeah. I mean, I, I started in real estate in two thousand two, so I had about five years in the business before finding exit, and did the first about first two and a half years of that as a small independent, and realized how hard it is to be a small independent broker. We were we were losing money, just just bleeding money. And so we left and joined another company just as agents. And we'll make so much more being on a split working for someone else because it was just so hard as a small company. And so we did that and kind of started building our sales. And my dad and I, we worked, started in the business together. So we were building our sales and started to do some real estate investing. And we were finding success and we were content with that. And then we came across the exit platform and said, wow, this is something we've never seen anything like this before. This is almost too good to be true. And somebody's gonna do something big with it and so we really and it turns out it was you guys yeah right and did some soul surgery because I was kind of done with the brokerage business honestly after our first experience was like man this is, agents are not loyal it's just so hard to find people then can you keep them and fight all those battles and it was just one of those things I just had peace about it you know prayed about it. I thought this is this is the direction we're supposed to go and we took that launch with my dad and I and then two other uh, people we connect two other agents we connected with that are the current brokers we were at. We kind of had a team between the four of us, so we started with four agents. Thought, well, if we build it, they'll come.
0: In it, you built it. You guys have a beautiful office too that you guys built. When when and it's been some time I know since you guys. When when did you build that build that space? Get the building, build it. Yes, sir.
1: So we started uh, in beginning of like 2015 and moved in in 2016. So we've been there about six years now, and that that was a huge changed to, we're about 13,000 square feet in our building. It was a big undertaking. We were going to rent. We had kind of had in two sections. We had the main part for us. We had another smaller section, about 2,000 feet that we were going to build for an insurance company that was going to be a tenant of ours. And it was like typical construction. As you start building, the numbers keep going up, coming in higher over budget and so taking longer yeah taking longer all the (laughs) different things and so we start pricing out here's what we'd have to have for rent and those insurance guys said we're out we're we're bailing on you Thought, oh god we're not even in there yet it ended up being perfect because we our architects went back and we repurposed that side with kind of a bullpen and cubicles made an area for our new agents and then we did two small kind of independent offices kind of glassed in offices that we were able to rent to a mortgage company okay and do that and and ended up we, as we really got some momentum in there, we needed that extra space anyway, so it worked out. Yeah, see, everything I would say everything happens for a reason. Had you had you
0: committed, had they taken it, they would have might have locked you down and stifled your growth a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So that's cool. And I and I wanna I wanna go back to kinda when when I first kinda sure. came in contact with you and met you and, and, and you were on stage and you were so open and sharing with what you and your dad were doing on on YouTube yeah. and sharing your training materials. And, you know, in YouTube, and I got on YouTube oh seven, oh eight, you know, yeah. doing, doing real, but just real estate videos, a little bit of training, but you guys really took it to the, to the next level. And that's when I was, first, I was like, I got to find this guy because I was inspired. And remember when I reached out and, yeah. and you were so open at sharing, you know, your links and your, even your, your private, um, uh, trainings and that sort of thing. And so I wanted to, you know, before we get too far ahead, I want to thank yeah. you for that because that was kind of instrumental in helping set the stage on how we were able to Kind of grow and deliver our training, so I want to thank you. Oh, but man, so, that's awesome. yeah, and so, what? Whose idea was that? Your dad's idea? I mean, what? What? Where'd you? Because you guys were ahead of the curve with that, um, with with doing video and doing training on video. Now, you know, everything's training oh, yeah. on video.
1: YouTube University. But honestly, it was one of our agents, which he's on staff with us now. But we've, I mean, God's really blessed us with some good people that helped us. You know, add in add value to what we were doing. And we were already doing the trainings for our agents and not everybody could be in the room at the time of, you know, before Zoom and all those mm-hmm. tools were available. And he said, what if I start recording these and we'll host them on YouTube and we'll build this video library. So even as we have brand new agents come in, it's okay, we're gonna have training scheduled, but if you need to jump in and hit some of these sooner, we'll have these available. And, hey, that's a great idea. So he videoed it, put it all, you know, produced it, put it together and it mm-hmm. did that for us. And you know, so it wasn't necessarily our great idea. It was the people around yes. us help oh, make this. us all better.
0: Yeah, yeah. High tide rises all boats. So now, are you guys still doing that now, or have you switched over to some of the more now that everything is more popular, like um, you know, all or 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 do or recording them on Zoom? Or are you still doing the the YouTube
1: way? We're we're still well. We adapted probably like most people with the pandemic. You know, once that came, we we're going okay. What does this look like? And so we started doing meetings over Zoom, and then is our state was pretty quick to open back up, but not everybody was comfortable. Everybody was all across the board. I'm not seeing anybody to, hey, I never was worried, let's go. Right. And everybody in between. So we we now simulcast all of our you know sales media trainings. We have it live in the room. We have those group people who also have a group on Zoom. At the same time, Zoom was an easy way to capture those because you can record it you know as you're going. Because we're already sharing the screen, doing all the things to accommodate the people doing it yeah, no so you know, cool. remote and then yeah we'll still take those download those videos and add it into our our library we've got for agents and and they just so that way they can access those material all right and so now you so you're busy
0: obviously brokerage sub leasing space i guess and you guys do i remember from before you guys also do some investment yes sir. work as well quite absolutely investment portfolio training investment as well for your agents yes um building the office, 135, 140 ages. How do you have the time to do anything else? Well, I mean, do you do anything else or do you like eat, sleep, breathe? I mean, what do you, what do, you do when you're not, I guess between like the right. 1 a.m. and the 4 a.m. when you get some private time? What what are you doing during that time?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, honestly, I probably have more time now than at different points in my career. And some of that's learning how how to manage Everything and then having the right people in place as we grow it, it gives us the ability to add in resources, more staff. You know, so when we started, I kind of had to be everything to everybody and still sell real estate too. To pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. to it, it, keep the doors open, pay the overhead, all the, the stuff. And that that's a really hard position to be in. We were also starting our property management because we were already managing our own rental properties. And so we had a lot a lot of plates in the air. At the time, and not a lot of staff to help with that. And now with the number of agents we have, I don't have to sell. You know, I haven't sold for a long time, unless I'm buying something for myself or selling one of our properties. I got a few investors like my brothers and close people that yeah. you know I may represent. But they're also not going out and say, "Show me this house." I'm sending them the lake. Hey, what do you think? Yeah, I'll write it up. Right. You know, so it is not even, it Takes a lot of time. Um, but I've got people over, you know, different parts of the business. Our, our we have a property management company too. We're managing. Uh, right, I think we're four hundred wow. and seventy, almost four seventy-five units. Why not five doors? Yeah, we're approaching five hundred. Okay, and that's that's, that's grown. Out time. But I have individual property managers over their group that they're seeing those. I've got people doing the accounting, the the bookkeeping, people do, answering the phone calls, doing those things. And I'm more, you know, the fireman when they got an issue, they can't figure out what to do with it or, you know, with some of the complaints, some of those th- harder, harder things, and maybe some of the bigger makers. But most of it, they they're pretty self. Sufficient, And then with the agent agency itself, of course, we have a lot of agents that takes a lot of time, but we're proactive, giving them good value at the sales meeting. To, it's not just a meeting, but it's got training. It's got something to equip them in the business. We do training every Thursday, and then we may have specialty things we're doing in between, too, besides the exit trainings. And things, but I don't necessarily have to do all those now. I have yeah, because you have a team. Yeah, I have a team. I have a sales manager, uh, Kobe Crump, I've been in the business about
0: twenty-two years. So quote, we we'll always do a quote of the day. So today, company culture is the product of a company's values, expectations, and environment, and that's by Courtney Chapman, who's a product manager for Rubicon Project. Quote of the day. So I have
1: a, a sales manager, Kobe Krupp. He's been in the business over twenty years, and he 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 really helps with. Uh, answering agents' questions, looking over contracts, reviewing things, but he can also jump in and do some of the trainings. And then Ruben Young, he's the guy I mentioned before that initially had the idea about hey, let's record these trainings and okay. things. We brought him on staff. He does agent onboarding, does all our compliance. We use Dot Loop for our files, so he's the one getting those emails. He hey, somebody submitted a file for you. You know, go through all the checks, make, sure, make the- sure it's right. And it usually it's not. You know, he he makes some better agents. Hey, you missed this. Change this. Add this. You know, whatever.
0: And it, and he's been
1: with you for some time, I and mean, it yeah. sounds like you're very
0: good at, you know, as you as you've built your culture and you've grown. Yes, we all have turnover, but right. you've seemingly been able to kind of elude the the turnover crisis that a lot of other small business owners faced with constant constant turnover. Right. you've built you've built a culture that keeps them. How how did you do that? What it makes people want to stay with you for? Five years ten years, fifteen years, twenty years
1: how, how did- well let me throw in though we do have turner we do have people leave, but it get the the more we grow and my my dad always kind of had this vision in the beginning he said, okay, we're building a core you know we've got you've got like if you look at a target you have that bull'seye in the middle and then you have all these rings that get further and further out so some of these guys when they come in we know they're kind of in this outer ring they're not loyal that you know they're they're in this to get trained and go do their own thing or, or whatever but They'll help us pay the bills in the meanwhile, and hopefully mm-hmm. we can bless them while they're there. They'll, they'll you know, we'll, we'll both benefit from their transaction. And they'll be on to the next things. And there, there's some I've been blindsided a lot through the years where I thought we really had a connection with somebody, and they walk in. Well, I'm going to this place. I'm doing this. At you least know. they talk to you. So, some of them. yeah places, you know. You know what, whatever, and that that just is part of the business. But each time, the people that leave are usually somewhere on this outside. If they're in the middle of our culture, in the middle of who we are, in our heart of the business. I'm typically not having that issue anyway. It's so we're adding new people, we're finding people that fit that culture and fit more central to what we're doing, and so it, it, the risk of losing people seems to get less and less the further we go because you've got the ones that stay are the yeah your the, nucleus and, and then you, yeah and then it's the it's the like you said the outskirts those are yeah. the ones that, that and it's it's like, building the like you said the culture that I mean, there's all kinds of things we offer all kinds of resources tools and, that, and when a new agent comes what's your split what's this what's this and they want to know. I'm like, yeah, that's all great, but it, that's not what keeps people here. You know, it's really, who, what's your heart? What, who are you as, as a person besides the business? It, and it's really the same heart you hear from Exit that it's not money first, it's people first. If we take care of our people, we don't have to worry about how are we going to pay the bills. And we kind of said that from the beginning. Let's make sure the agents are successful. If they're successful, we'll have to worry have about Joyce if so you guys are you know, being successful. What's going to happen to us? And, and so we try to live that. I mean, we definitely don't get everything right but try to display that that we're here tell me just know what's going on in their lives you know I, I think about the example we have with exit that I had talked to Tammy Bunnell back during the pandemic and we had gotten invited to this broker mastermind thing and I wasn't able to go and she called me and said hey I'm so sorry we missed you but I just wanted to know how much we appreciate you and I was like man that it was very nice as we we're talking I was I'm actually at home right now with COVID. You know, couldn't couldn't be in the office trying to do things remote. And the reason I couldn't go to the, the event they were having is I was waiting on a knee surgery and it wasn't a scheduled thing. It was like you're they're waiting for donor materials and when it comes in, they're like, Okay, come okay, to the go. surgery. So I, I was in the middle of that and so then I go to last October the regional rally we had, since we didn't have the normal convention, our region put on event, and I walk in before it starts and I run into Tammy and this has been two months as I talked to her on the phone and she said, okay, it looks like you're from COVID. You feeling okay? You doing right? She's yeah. she's good. She's so good. Well, how about your knee? Have you had the surgery? Well, no, here's where I'm at. But I was just going, of all the people, she was all the agents and there's what, 800 or more brokers in our system and she remembers that specific conversation. I'm going, wow, that's that's amazing. Just blew me away and we try to emulate that, you know, as, as much as we can with our people to not just hey, where yourselves was going, on, but how's your daughter doing? What about your son that's in this sport or whatever? You just know them as people, and you really want to see them do well. And you kind of mentioned our investing. We we've been investing in real estate for close to twenty years and learn learn you know lots of lessons, yeah. a lot of mistakes, and what to do, what not to do. And I tell my agents, I want to help you. Do this not because there's anything in it for me, there's not, uh, but I want to see you have the best financial future, and that's by owning real estate. And so, we try to empower them with that. Say, We're going to mentor you, we'll help you. you bring us a property. We'll tell you if I would buy this, I wouldn't. How to help finance it, all all the different mm-hmm. things. Uh, anything they buy in our office for themselves, we don't take our split. We so say, You keep them. That's good. Yeah, we do that mission. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know anyone else did that. So. Yeah. And I tell them too, don't just. Don't, but don't just have it come. I mean, you, there's different ways to do. It, but if you tell me ahead of time, i would help you strategize. Because if they pay a commission, I'm going to turn you a your check for all of it. But now it's going to be on your 1099. You're going to pay income tax on it. If if I know ahead of time, we can strategize. How do we work this in your deal where it's a concession from the seller? And maybe maybe it's paying your closing costs. You know, some something like that or a credit. Your closing. Well, now it didn't go through me. There's no income tax on it. So you got an even better
0: yeah, position. That's a, good, that's a good. That's a good. So you're next level. i I knew I knew I was gonna learn something, <laughs> to serve from you. Uh, so I appreciate it. So you got 130, 140 agents, 475 doors in the property management company. Is it? Do you have? Is the property management company out of the same office? Different yeah. office? Same same staff? Similar staff? Yeah, we're we're. Or is that under the? Is, is the property management
1: company named the same? No, it's a different. We did a separate company. Okay. And. We wanted to separate the liability because there's so much more oh, liability. Yeah. you know property management i don't think exit really wants it yeah they to deal don't with, they don't want which, which makes sense but so they're sister companies but they feed each other
0: but yeah and you have some, and you can have some shared resources which makes it which makes it easier to run another margins and property yeah. management are slim to none yeah
1: I, I don't i have very little overhead in that company because we use the same building I use the same staff. I've already, the lady that writes our commission takes Does she runs point on paying the bills, paying the owners out every month. The I have two girls that sit up front as their receptions and admins, both, but they can enter the phone. We use the same number for both. Okay. Okay. So they can work on both things because the property management is a little more reactive of somebody calling in, hey, I got this issue, whatever. Okay, great. Let me get you to a vendor, whatever. And so they can fill that in and, and, and still do their normal real estate tasks. So it, it makes it a lot more profitable than if we had to have a separate building all the staff Not the idea hey i'm gonna throw
0: a property manager let's rent an office let's who's gonna do it yeah it'd be hard to make much money at doing it at that i think yeah and yeah. now do you now do you end up buying on your investment business side from your property management clients that when they get to retirement age and they just say hey russell we're right we're just coming to you first and then you say uh you know what i'm like i might like, let me, I'd be interested in making an offer. Yeah. How, how
1: often does that happen? We've had some, I the I can think of one in particular, it wasn't because of retirement, but I had a guy that we were managing one house for him, a good area, we had great tenants in place. And he said, I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, I gotta sell them. I'm like, you're crazy, don't do not do it. He said, I've got an opportunity to buy some where I moved, the market I moved to, and I've gotta have the equity out of this. I'm like, don't do it. You've got great tenants that are on a two year lease. It's a great area, it's gonna appreciate well, he said, "I have to. I don't have a choice." I said, "Okay, I'll make you an offer." He's like, "Well, I, I was hoping you would." I'm like, "Great." So we worked the numbers and find something because I don't have to. I don't have to try to steal it from. Them. I don't want to do that anyway. I want to find something that's a win-win because really, what's going to make the benefit is owning it long-term. It's not a matter too much what I pay. But we found something that it was still under the market for me, but it's a good deal for him because he didn't have all the commissions and closing costs and you know, repairs, all the things you'd have selling in the open market. So got yeah. him. Down or got his money quickly. We've got a great property and we've had that one. That's probably been 10 years ago. And now I look at it go, man, it's right. so much more of what he shouldn't have kept it. Right. But you, and that's the thing. That's why I, I have those conversations with
0: investors and, and buyers. And, you know, investors by nature, particularly I'll say newer investors. I was yeah. a saying younger, but really just newer investors no matter the age. They want to, you know, squeeze every, yeah. you know, they want to offer 70% ARV. They want to you know, but if you buy a a, a two hundred thousand dollar house today, or you, or you think about the houses that you own today and what you paid for, fifteen, ten years ago, twenty years ago, if you paid ten percent more, ten percent less, fifteen, twenty percent more in some cases, twenty percent less, it wouldn't matter. I mean, you know, you're looking at a two hundred thousand dollar house that's now worth five hundred. Would it have mattered if you paid two thirty? No, you know, that's exactly right. So that's a um, that's a that's a good lesson. It really is that long-term piece and, and legacy. And speaking of legacy, do you, uh, you're a family man. Yes, sir. What, what tell, tell us a little bit about your
1: kids. I know you have four. Yes, sir. So I'm married. We, my wife and I have been married 18 years. And from September was our anniversary. We have four kids. So we have three boys that were biological kids. And it it's funny. When we got married, we were told she couldn't have kids. We didn't think we'd have any. And then you've been married a couple of years, and all of a sudden, she was pregnant. What? Really? Surprise! Definitely yeah, right. right. a surprise. Right, and yeah, then they kept coming for it. Right, a, it, three, it, three, it was, well, so. It's funny how that works. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's but each time it's like, well, I don't know if this will happen. Right, happen. God's it, working. God's working all the time. He, he did, and, and it's and it's it's been awesome. And so, they're older. My oldest son, he's about to turn sixteen. I've got a thirteen-year-old, eleven-year-old, and then three years ago we adopted a little girl from China she was five at the time she's eight now she has some special needs and things so it it changed our dynamic you know in a lot of ways but for sure adding a girl to the mix that we didn't have and i was telling somebody this story yesterday from here they're asking about my kids and said you know my biggest fear about my wife and our biggest fear was taking anything away from our boys by but we really felt like god was calling us to adoption and we both sets of parents were like don't do it don't mess up your family i don't want to but I can't ignore what I feel like the Lord's telling us to do. we got to be obedient or disobedient. We want to choose obedience. And so we did. And she's been the best thing for our boys. It is She's totally changed their lives. It's It's been amazing. You know, because the boys, they love each other, but they're more, yeah, it's tough. They'll fight. You know, they play some, you know, but with her, man, it's all just taking care of her. Just, you know, she's got them wrapped around her finger. Right. You know, but it, it's so amazing to see. And even my, my youngest son, you know, he was always the baby of the family. For He was eight at the time when we got her. And so he's always been, the baby never had a chance to be a brother. And now he's, not only is he, but he's like the closest to her and, and probably the most that fills that role of a caretaker. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it's, it's really cool to see. And it'll be nice seeing their future. You know, how that, you know, affects their lives or maybe if they adopt at some point. or
0: Right. Yeah, that that's awesome to, you know, to say for you to have all of this work, you know, all of this, you know, these doors that you're managing, all of these agents that you're training and clients that you're serving and your own three kids and that you would, um, you know, follow your heart and, and follow, you know, God's wishes and, and yeah. adopt. Most people would, you know, would not. When I go, they would say, "Oh, I don't have time. You know, I have to focus. Put my focus here." So that's that's really that's really awesome that you know, no, thank you that you guys did that. that has been three years now. Three years, yeah. All right. All right, And so, and what do they do? What what you said? You mentioned soccer earlier. What um, what is that their main the main sport?
1: No, none of my kids. They've got my genes, so none of them are going to be professional athletes. <laughs> you know. Anything they just like to play, have fun. They they uh they probably spend way too much time playing. Video games, I wish they were outside more doing that stuff. But they, they do enjoy some sports, but I don't think they're too heavy. And, and my middle son, I told you, he plays basketball. He kind of fell in love with that and likes to do it. And now. And now he's almost getting a, a football. He never p- played, like, organized football. Hey, he's gonna start now. It's just, hey, Dad, let's go outside and throw the football. And I think back to when I was a kid, and and I didn't really have that. My dad was there. He's a great dad, but he we didn't ever go play football or anything. Else. So I'm always like, no matter how tired I'm, like, okay, yeah. yeah we'll let's, do, this. This, let's do it. Try this. Let's do it. And he's helping me kind of rehab for my knee surgery. To but now i there and You didn't know it's a win-win. Yeah. So we will have fun. He's like, okay, this play is this, and it will make up. We're gonna run a 76, and that's I'm gonna go straight. You're gonna throw it over my shoulder. Great. And then after a while, I'm like, wait, what was this play? Again? I can't keep up the ball. <laughs> he's got. He's got the
0: whole thing. He's lifting it up. He's doing the thing.
1: Like I where'd you get these plays from? Yeah. Who bought you that arm sleeve? Right. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but we have it's something fun that we can do and connect with and enjoy and so I don't know. We just like all like being around each other doing things.
0: That's cool. And it sounds like of of, of everything that you're doing, that's your favorite thing. Is that your why? I mean well, is that the reason why you I mean, is, what what gets you up in the morning? What gets you up and gets you fired up and says and at the end of the day says, This is why I'm doing this?
1: Well, definitely to take care of my family, I wanna I wanna know that they see an example of what it looks like to work hard and and just to take chances, you know. Because any of us that are brokers, man, we took a chance, or even even as agents, you know, joining this business, we took a risk yeah. to do this. I wanna see hard work and and doing these things pays off, and, and also with our agents because we have relationships, we care about these people. That's a lot of my why too is not just doesn't have to be financially driven. I mean that will will come too, but okay, I've seen this agent succeed or they got their first deal or, or even more important, they're buying their first property, their tenth property. Man, that's that's so fun to see that they're they're winning. They're doing well and and it's changing their lives. You know, from what they could be I've got one girl that she's one of our top agents in, in the entire office. She's only been doing this about five years and she's got a whole Incredible story. She would be a much better yeah, podcast well, than me. Listen, no, no. Right. She, she, yeah, but this is on the title, you know, let's talk real talent. She, she got a, a diagnosis with cancer, and they gave her 18 months. And this was, and I when I'm when I meeting her is past that 18 months, but God has just given her time. And, and becoming a realtor was on her bucket list. She'd been a stay-at-home mom and doesn't have a work. Because you need a track record to say this is someone that will be successful. And she actually signed up with a different broker. We didn't know her. She sat with a broker that taught the real estate courses, and she was getting no help. Just couldn't. You call her, I got to buy her. Well, I'll meet you next week. Kept blowing her off. She got a referral to come in to us. So, Whatever you do, you got to go somewhere and get some help. So we'd love to have you. But... And she was so thankful. We gave her the time of day. Well, I didn't. I mean, everybody in town is calling her now, trying to recruit her away. But she appreciated We gave her a chance when she didn't have anything to show for it. But she started going, and man, I'll talk to her. I got 10 clothes at this. It's just running. Just, man, and she's got the favor of God in her life that you just see deals coming to her. But most importantly, she started investing in real estate. Okay. And she said, you know, I met, met with my banker and he made me put together a financial statement. And it's just stuff that she didn't come from money. I mean, she came from really different, difficult circumstances. Her high school counselor told her, you don't need to graduate. You don't need a degree to work in me, dollars. So that was the kind of opportunity she was given. Anyway, she meets with her banker. She said, I own several million dollars of real estate. It's like, this has changed not just my life. It's going to change my family's life and continue to change their life. Like, even when I'm gone, she's like, wow. You know, and and she gives us credit, and I'm going, you did it. We just showed you the way. I mean, it, yeah. she gave us way too much of the credit, for so the hard work and things she done. But, like, those or things that may, you know give you that drive, so okay, we're yeah, going. the 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 individuals
0: always do ultimately do the work, whether it's sports, whether it's academic, uh-huh. but but they have to have the right structure and yep. the right guidelines. And and she it sounds like she wasn't in the right place before, but she yep. found, fortunately found you guys, and it sounds like God was on her side in in a bunch of ways. Yeah, you know, putting putting her in touch with you guys, and now she, I would, I mean, I'm sure she would agree that she probably wouldn't have those millions, at least at this time. Yeah. If yeah. it wasn't for you guys. So yeah. you guys are definitely well, something to see. That's cool. That's a really cool story. So if you know, if we were in Lubbock, if I you know, you got you're an agent in Lubbock, um, looking to take to participate in your training and or potentially enhance or start a multi million dollar real yeah. estate investment portfolio. Uh, how would someone get in? How would a, how would an agent get in touch with you? What's the best way?
1: Whether it be Instagram, Facebook, phone, email? What's how do we reach you? Any of it. You know, I'd say. We, of course, we next we got our mobile business card, so you can text. If you, uh, X's text line is eight five three seven seven, so you just text Russell, just R U S S E L L, okay, eight five three seven seven. That'll send you back the link to your contact, mobile business okay. card with cell phone office all the. Okay, that's gonna be the best way. So send a text message to eight five three
0: seven seven. The word russell r-u-s-s-e-l-l and then they'll get all of your all of your information all right well this is this has been great and also too i guess be the same would apply if i wanted to buy a house in the lubbock area or potentially sell a house you know right now but or at least or just have a conversation yeah right i mean it doesn't mean maybe i don't want to maybe i don't want to sell or i'm not sure what i want to do but i want to talk to someone knowledgeable i'm sure they can um 85377 russell and and can reach you and you will put them in touch with a lot of your one of your rock star agents. Yeah, president. absolutely. was like um well, I appreciate it, man. This is very
1: good. Hey, good. Thank you. Thanks for the cha- Always cha- good chat. talk uh-huh. with you. And add in, Belvin was the top recruiter for X Realty. He won one of the top awards in the whole thing. So, right. very, very good job. Right, I appreciate Bring it, man. It up, thanks for doing Hey, thanks,